Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. What's up and welcome inside Studio 34 here in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, back with you today. Coming up on the program, going to go through some late round, I don't want to say sleepers, some late round flyers, guys, you can target a little bit later on in your draft. The guys that have low ADPs right now. Talk about how they'll get that done. Obviously, we're leading you up to the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Telephone number to get involved is 844-843-6879. We want to get you on the horns as we inch closer to kick off 2018. All in, kid Jake Seeley. Uh, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Corey? I am doing well. Thank you very much. How's everything going? How was your 4th of July? It was, uh, it was good. It was some beach time and some cornholing, and it's good stuff. What's cornhole? The bags that you toss into the wooden things on the ground. We played that. Hole. We, did we that, is that what we played after at that bar at the Flex last year? Did we do that? Was that yeah? That's what cornhole? that got us was talking about being part of the four events that we're doing. And I said I'll bring my bags from home since they're sucked up there. Yeah, yeah, that. Okay, yeah. I gotta yeah. get I gotta get uh, proficient in cornhole then. So those those bags were god awful terrible. There's like one was like a sock with like three beans in it, like like Dono <laughs> said. It was just yeah. one was like five pounds. There was just no consistency between them. I like it. Listen, I'm down with it. You know what I'm saying, Matt Matika, get money corner. What's going on with you, my man? Nah, you know, trying to stay dry. A little rain out there, but it's good because it's been a little too hot in the city. Even with the even with the rain, it's still like real muggy outside. I'm not really feeling that. It does. Yeah, no, it's not comfortable, but yeah. it's better than it's been. Got the old school Mariners hat on from the early Ken Griffey Jr. Every time it rains. Yeah. Oh, why is that? Because Seattle yeah. makes sense. Makes sense. Scott, I guess it's always raining if you're a Scott Angle guy because he always <laughs> got the Seahawks joint on. The other week he had one of the joints on that was lighting up. Tears of joy. Boop. It was like blinking, 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 blinking. He got it as a Father's Day gift. No, I'm serious. He got it as a Father's Day gift from his, from Sean Angle. So, like, the, the, the logo... The outline of the logo was like ding, like like Christmas lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like look at it was like saying look at stupid, look at stupid. <laughs> Shout out to the king, I love him, my kid because I love. All right, let's hop into it. Let's get discussing some of these late round flyers. Listen, I hate this time of year because it's always like reports out of camp, right? So reports out of mini camp, reports out of OTAs, and it's the same. Freaking guys every year, Matt, when they talk about reports out of camp. But right now in fantasy draft, you can get Doug Martin career stiff for a song. 29-year-old Martin is backing up a 32-year-old Marshawn Lynch who's had a history of chronic back issues. You can get him for a song. Martin, good year, bad year, mainly bad years. He's going for free in drafts. Is there any reason why you should take a late-round spot and put it on your man Doug Martin? I've never been a Doug Martin guy, but this year, yeah, as a late round, uh, you know, lottery ticket flyer, something happens to Lynch, they brought him in. Uh, Gruden seems to be obsessed with players approaching thirty or over thirty, so why not? Jake, is he is he is he a handcuff strictly, or can he be more than a handcuff this year? Considering it's Marshawn Lynch ahead of him. No, I don't think he can be more than a handcuff. I, I want, honestly, very little to do with him. The, yeah. For what he's coming at it for almost free, sure. I mean, obviously, if Doug Martin's sitting there in the 12th round, I'd be like, all right, fine, whatever, in case Marshawn Lynch gets hurt. But I, already, I say this time again, I'm owning a lot of Marshawn Lynch because he's in the 6th, 7th, 8th round sometimes. The guy had 4.6 yards per carry, was a borderline RB1 in the second half of last year once he got his feet back under him. And I know he's old, but again, he was a year off. And I know he has a lot of wear and tear from the Seahawks, but it's not like he's that. It's like he's not done for. And I think that the second half of last year proves that he's not done for. Is he going to touch the ball 20 plus times per game like he did with the Seahawks? Absolutely not. Can he be an RB3? Hell, 
Look at this, Corey. Even if he does what exactly what he did last year, which yeah. is nothing for the first half and then wakes up for the second half, he was still RB24 in non-PPR, RB25 in PPR. So even if he's only last year, he's still a fringe RB2. That's interesting. It's just, okay, you know what? I, you know what I hate when I hear people an, an, do anal, uh, analysis on the Oakland Raiders offense? Yeah, you know what I hate it's real t- quick, sidebars, when Scott calls me while we're on the show. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Scott, <laughs> I'm on the show at 1 o'clock every damn day. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense, Jake. Okay, it anyway, makes perfect ahead, sorry, sense. Corey. That that, 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 that ahead, is Corey. true. I agree with you on that. That's a bad look because that because that means Scott don't know what the hell is going on. Scott, we do the show from 1 to 2. You call after that, and people will talk to you after that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Scott. Um, Jake. <laughs> When people say when people try to break down what the Oakland Raider offense is going to be, and they talk about what um, John Gruden did as a head coach a decade ago, to me that makes no sense. The NFL is different now. It is different, but I think that the concern, I, I think it's more tongue in cheek. Is the concern is is he going to try and play like he did ten years ago as the game passed him by, or is he going to adapt to what the NFL is today? Like I, I actually just had this conversation with my buddy at lunch. We were talking football the entire time. I said, John Gruden, we just talked about the quarterback camp, like that, or that, not camp, whatever that was called. It was a, was it Gruden's quarterback camp? Yeah, Gruden's I quarterback camp. I, I love that. Yeah. I, that, was, yeah. that was great programming. And then that's where you can see his, his intelligence when it comes to the quarterback position. But what is he going to be for this team as a whole? Because if he tries to play the game from 10 years ago, and I think that's where the tongue-in-cheek part comes from, because if he does – He's not going to succeed in this NFL, but if he's smart enough, as we've seen with that quarterback camp, and can adapt to it, I think there could be some turnaround here. What do you think, Matt? John Gruden as as a head coach in today's NFL. Like at first when they hired him, I was kind of into it, but then when I seen the Doug Martin thing, the Jordy Nelson thing, I'm like, okay, these dudes weren't like they were good when you last coached. Well, they probably you know they wasn't playing, but you get the point I'm trying to make, like. So it's kind of scared me off this offense outside of Cooper. Jake makes good points about Marshawn Lynch, though. Doug Martin, I, I agree, maybe nothing more than a handcuff at this point in his career. What do you think? No, I'll agree that Martin's nothing more than a handcuff, but you're dealing with an o- older guy who's had uh, issues in the past. As far as the offense goes, I'm going to hope. I'm kind of like you when I first heard the signing. I, I thought it was a good thing. Everything that's followed after, I seem to question. I was kind of hoping that Gruden, while being in the booth, Seen the game change before his eyes, yeah, and like Makes everybody sense. else, yeah. and it seems prepared. like that what should have been, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming he has a good offensive mind from what we've seen him do over a decade ago. And I agree, just to point out everything he did a decade ago is not really that valid. Yes, yeah, it's ten years yeah. later; it doesn't doesn't make much sense. Um, same. Let, let, let's stay. Let's switch from the AFC West to the NFC West. Jake, everybody's on Rashad Penny, and rightfully so. But Chris Carson put up bit, did work when he was on when he had a chance and opportunity um, last season. Chris Carson is a dude that I've been talking as a late round flyer. Listen, we all love Penny. I think he's going for consensusly like the second run, rookie running back going off the board. I'm going to have some Penny shares. I have no problem. Matter of fact, on the, the the joint me and Andy did the NFFC joint, the trendsetters. We got Rashad Penny in that league. I don't have a problem with Penny, but my thing is let's not be so fast to say that. Chris Carson is totally wiped out of this offense. I think Chris Carson can give you some value in the later rounds. Mm, I see. If, if value in the later rounds if Penny ends up being a bust. All That's right. really all it comes down to because the fact is if his Penny is everything, let's go look at both scenarios. If Penny is everything that Emery and I and everybody else who's on the painting bandwagon believe, Carson has very little value. He's going to see five to eight touches per game, and that's nothing in fantasy. And he steals a touchdown or so, and that'll maybe frustrate people. Of the punny owners, on the flip side, if Penny busts out, if the pass blocking is more of a concern and this team doesn't like the fact that he needs to work on that. But all that being said, the pass blocking is a concern because we don't know. It's not the fact that we know he's terrible. It's just because the offense he's coming from and the style that he's coming from in college, he was barely ever asked to do so. He could actually be a decent pass blocker, and we just don't know. But again, I'm painting like worst-case scenario picture. He's not good. They don't want him in on third down for that reason. He struggles between the tackles or something, like all that type of stuff. And now you have Carson in the mix. I, I think there's a case where Carson could be potentially a, like a top 25 running back. But I think the different part, too, is, Corey, I think a lot of people are doing it. I don't get it. 
is they're trying. I feel like they're. It's kind of revisionist history. Chris Carson had five games, four starts, and he was good. It's not like he was a world changer. It's not like he was a top ten running back. I think people are kind of uh, remembering a little bit better Chris Carson than he really was, just because of how bad the position was for the Seahawks. Matt, Pete Carroll saying it's open competition, and he's been raving about Chris Carson in the summer. I I I know we hear this all the time. You feel I, what I'm saying? I don't, Pete Carroll is the same cat that started Russell Wilson after they paid all Matt Flynn all that money too. I don't so, think it's an open competition. I think that Pete Carroll is is a is a guy that'll give the best player the job, though, right? Uh, I yeah, think that he's going to have a push, role. He might have wrote it up. The organization is going to push back the, Corey, when you do with mess up Penny, first rounder. Okay. In my article, like I said his one deficiency is like pass blocking and stuff. Yeah. And what does that do for rookies in particular? Puts them on the bench. Yeah. Puts them on the bench. So I, I I think Carson's going to have a role here. I don't think Carson's in every down back neither. He flashed some nice ability last year. He was the, one of the stories out of their camp. So, I, I mean, for me, I, I like Penny. I think Penny has a really good future. I'm not going out of my way to get Penny. Yeah. Like, if he falls to me, where I'm comfortable taking him. Are you comfortable taking him in the third? In the third round, depending around who's around him. Okay. I'm going to take Jordan Howard over him every time. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Okay, I mean, so uh, it, it all depends. If I need that running back, but... I, he's not a guy that I must have, and I think like uh, Geis will out earn him. What about Carson, uh, Chris Carson? Though you think, I think Carson can do well in this offense, I, but he's much. Is later. Carson is Carson is, is Carson a reason why you are not as high on Penny as the rest of us? It's it's a little bit of the thing, uh, the fact that he's not going to be the third down back. I don't know how improved this offensive line is, neither. So, you still got Russell Wilson. I, I think he was, what, almost every touchdown he counted for last year, except for one? Just about. That is Russell yeah, Wilson. I think there was That's one touchdown he's like that. that he wasn't in on. So, I can still see him running some in. I, like I said, I like Penny. I like him a lot, but I like him as a future player. Not avoiding him, but mm. I'm not going out of my way. Jake, back to what you were saying right quick. They paid a lot of money for Matt Flynn and when, uh, when they gave Russell Wilson that job. Yeah, but Matt, Matt Flynn also fell flat on his face. and. Let's be realistic about paying them all that money is I think everybody except for that team sat back and went, what? Like, that's the fact. No, like, everybody knew You're Matt right. Flynn didn't deserve that money, yeah. didn't deserve that job. I mean, this, the fact is, it's a little bit different when you go back to my point, as I was saying, when you have a team that invested a first round pick and not only just invested a first round pick, invested a first round pick in a devalued position in the draft of running back versus somebody who was a late round or undrafted pick. And Carson was a late round draft pick. He was near the end and he was somebody that was just not even thought of. And again, all that being said, it's not saying that you, that should carry every, all the weight, but no it doubt. does factor in. It does going to, it's going to factor in the penny is going to get his opportunities. And then again, I go back to the fact that Carson was good, but he wasn't, he wasn't Le'Veon Bell. He wasn't Todd Gurley. He wasn't even Ezekiel Elliott. He was just better than the miserable situation they had for the rest of the season. All right, 844-843-6879. Telephone number to get involved. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Matt, how was your 4th of July? Oh, it was good. It was, uh, you know, it was a nice break up the week kind of thing. Yeah. Getting ready for the move and all that. Yeah, it kind of sucks when the 4th is on a Wednesday. In all honesty, I'm at the biggest, like, 4th of July. I'll go to really? a barbecue, yeah. I'll chow down some good food, yeah. have a drink or two, but... Matt doesn't like America. Not yeah, like... you know, are you anti... Are you, you're, you're, are you not patriotic, Matt? No, no, no. I, I love the flag <laughs> and all that. I'm just saying, it, to me, it's, you know, it's not like the uh, holiday that if, it, if I got to go work the next day, I'm like, oh, my okay, God. Okay, so you're not, like, bent out of shit. Like, you're not, like... Hung over. Yeah, when I was, you know, when I was younger, yeah. you know, we were you know, go to the beach. Yesterday did feel like Saturday. Yesterday did have a Saturday feel to it. You're right about that, Jake. I was, I was a little discombobulated, too. Had a, a long trip down to Sesame Place. It didn't work out the way we thought it would. Anyway, uh, 844-843-6879. Let's hop out to the phone lines and highlight my man, Steve, in Massachusetts. Steve, what's good with you? Corey, what's up, my man? Ain't nothing much chilling. How you doing, Steve? I'm back in the fact today. Oh, it's good, man. How, how was uh, how was the Fourth of July, man? It went well. It went well. Time? It went well. Thanks a lot. Had a good time with the kids and stuff like that. So I can't complain. Now, are you going to be able to? Are you going to watch that fight tomorrow? The Stipe and Daniel Cormier? Is that something? That you, that no, that I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big MMA guy. I don't know. That's me. Oh, Jake, you going to watch it? Yeah. 
I'll yeah. definitely watch that. I, I, I hate Cormier. Yeah, yeah Steve, I, Jake going to watch that Cormier and Tyson. I don't know. Miochek. Yeah, Cormier and yeah, Miochek. Are you looking? Yeah. Are you all? Are, are you are you excited about this, Steve? Yeah, I think I think it's a pretty big fight. I mean, I'm not really that big into Cormier myself. I, I was more of a John Jones guy, but you know, he had to be an idiot. But yeah, I, I'm rooting for Miocic, so it it, it should be uh, it should be interesting. All right, cool. What's your question? How can we help you today, my man? Uh, so I was read I was reading um. Like a lot, a lot of different places that you can really read. No, let me stop. they were saying that uh, Joe Mixon, uh, he might be like a big breakout, uh, like a big breakout player this year. But but did they really change like the offensive line, or is this is it still li- like the same offensive uh, line as last year? I agree with you. Listen, Steve, I'm kind of staying away from Joe Mixon. The way him and that offense looked last year, it scared the bejesus out of me. Matt, let me ask you a question: Rashad Penny or Joe Mixon? I'll go with Joe Mixon. Jake, Rashad Penny or Joe Mixon? Uh, I'll go with. It's, uh, we'll diversify. Fifty-fifty for me. And that the offensive line is better. They drafted Billy Price, and then they got the dude from Buffalo. Uh, Matt, what's his name? Um. The offensive lineman from Buffalo. Help me out offensive here. Offensive lineman from Buffalo that came over. Not Richie Incognito. Glenn, Matt, not... did, they get, did they get... uh Cordy Glenn. Cordy Glenn. Yeah, Cordy Glenn is the dude. Can Matt they, not hear me? They yeah. swapped out the 12th yeah. and the 18th pick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Matt, 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 Matt's not on uh, cue with you right now, Jake. We're going to get that taken okay. care of and get that fixed in the break. So there you go right there. Hey, good way to start it off on a future Friday right here on FNTSY Radio. When we come back, got some wide receiver fly, uh, late round flies that we'll get into and discuss. I want to get the guys' opinions on Players like Geronimo Allison, Michael Williams out there for the Clippers. Maybe even some Ryan Grant. Maybe he can get a little bit of love at Indianapolis for the Colts. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. All right, Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, 844-843-6879. Don't think I didn't see y'all complaining about me in the chat yesterday. Talking about, oh, not enough football. Today's finally just talking some football. Let me, let me handle this, y'all. All right, that's why they pay me the little bucks. <laughs> Speaking of taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more they pay me, the more football I'll give you. How about that? Speaking of giving you some football, the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Package is now live for 2018. Promo code All In Kid, dang. Promo code All In Kid. That's the promo code we use on the Frenzy. Promo code All In Kid. Get you a couple shekels off. And then this way you get in there, you have a full season long of Jake's uh, world renowned rankings. You get all kind of articles, projections, rankings, articles, whatever you need to win in fantasy football is inside the Roto Experts, excuse me. Exclusive Edge Kit for 2018. That's a draft guide to take you through the entire regular season. Promo code All In Kid. A L L I N K I D is how you spell All In Kid. It's one word. You see, you put it in there, and then you'll see magically your total of your uh, purchase will drop because we care. Fantasy cares. We like giving back. There you go, right there. Oh boy, you have a um. So they had a um. Matter of fact, let me get back to football. <laughs> I don't want no trouble with y'all people. Y'all act like y'all got a draft this weekend. Yo, Geronimo Allison um, had some flashes last year, Matt. You feel what I'm saying? So now this season he comes in in a situation where obviously Jordy Nelson's gone. You know how I am. You know how we are, should I say rather, on um, homeboy. Mike Devontae Adams. Love him. Like I said, I'm willing to pull him into the first round. That's how much I want to be on, son. I think he's going to have a fantastic year. Going to be a wide receiver one, top 10 fantasy producer, without a doubt. I am in on Devontae Adams. He's concussion-proof, it seems like. With that being said, you got Randall Cobb, who Jake's like as a sleeper. I, I, don't, have, I don't have no beef with Cobb. I worry about his health more than anything else. 
And then you got Geronimo Allison, who I think is an interesting late life, a late round flyer. I would prefer Quincy and Nunwa over Geronimo Allison. What do you think, Matt? I mean, Cobb's the guy that I would want to have in that offense after Adams, and I think his price is fair. As far as Allison, uh, I want to see who's going around him. If it's a late flyer, it's not really going to cost me much. Yeah, but I, I'm not, like, sold on him and his ability. And if somebody else could come in there and usurp that role. You kind of just not. Look, he's, he's flashed some nice things at times, but I haven't seen any consistency. I haven't seen any consistency from him. What do you think, all Kate? No, I, I like Geronimo Allison. I actually like them coming out of the draft as a later round real oh, really? NFL draft. Well, yeah, I, and you see the write-up, though, is what I said about him, is I like them as a late-around real NFL draft pick as somebody nice. who could develop. And here's the thing. If you look at the loss of Jordy Nelson, uh, that's not going to be replaced by Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb will have to be Randall Cobb. It's just that's what we're asking him to be. If you're looking at somebody to replace Jordy Nelson, it's Allison. And part of the biggest reason is if you look down this roster at the rest and why I kept saying Equinemius St. Brown is just is not going to be anything people please stop. And then this team actually even drafts Jamal Moore before him. Jamal Moore is kind of similar to Allison. Who's kind of similar to like, there's a, there's a clear tier. You can see as they're trying to replace the Jordy Nelson role here. And that's where the Geronimo Allison appeal comes in. So if you're in the 12th or 13th round, I'll definitely take a flyer on Allison because the real potential here is if they're in too wide and they don't want to slot that Cobb's not on the field. Yeah. Uh, that's true. See, my thing, I, I like Cobb. I think Carl can rack it up in PPR, to be 100% honest with you. I just worry about the health. And I've been let down by Randall Cobb's health on too many times. He's a diminutive character, uh, young man. So I, I'm looking at him as like, uh, I, I'm not going to do it again, but I will pull the trigger on Allison. Earlier, I, I said that I would prefer Anuma over Allison. Let me take that back. Anuma has Josh McCown and Sam Darnold. Allison has... um. Aaron Rodgers is a big difference. He's there. also got Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Curse. I think Anum was a better player than Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Curse, though, Jake. To be honest with you, mm, I don't think he's better than Robbie Anderson. Well, he's better all around than Robbie Anderson, uh, and probably better all around than Jermaine Curse. Both of those guys can stretch the field better than and Anuma can. All right, so cool. And th- there you go, right there. Well, what would your thoughts be on like a Ryan Grant versus a Geronimo Allison? I'm glad you brought up Ryan Allison. Grant. I would take Allison over Ryan Grant. No, that's mostly because I think Deion Kane actually ends up being their second best option for the Colts. Okay, Deion Kane behind uh, Ty Hilton. Yeah. Although, I think, I think Des Grant's, Bryant would be the perfect option for them. That's where I was going yeah, with this. Des I think Bryant Des Bryant be, is going to be. If a healthy, that's where I'd have interest in that. A, 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 yeah, a healthy Andrew Luck with Des Bryant, I'm like, give me some of that. He could be with Dante Monkey for supposed to be. Yeah, well, if Dante Moncrief was healthy, don't do that, man. <laughs> you know, I'm going back to Dante Moncrief again this year. So I'm, am I. Yeah, so I, I just can't, you know, I don't know. Maybe If you look up and down that wide receiver roster for the Jaguars, the person who has the skills to be a true number one is Dante Moncrief. I think so, too. I think Moncrief can get it done. So I'm interested in Dante Moncrief as a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now you come to Indianapolis and, and Ryan Grant. Who is the dude that you said, Jake Kane? Yeah, Deion Kane. That's who they drafted. All right, what round did they take him in? Was, I forget. I want to say matter. Okay. He was late. He was late. He was late a late round. round. But that's the fact is wide receivers this year, the draft class wasn't that great to begin with, but it was deeper than people. Like it was kind of, it's similar to quarterback. Like there wasn't a lot of top tier talent. And I don't mean this draft class quarterback. I'm talking about like fancy quarterbacks. There wasn't a lot of top tier talent, but it was extremely deep. Once you got past, you know, the, the Ridley DJ Moore kind of like two or three guys there, there was just loads uh, on the, I mean, there was people undrafted that are still quality players out there. I think Deion Kane, if you're looking at it, pure talent, he has more talent than Ryan Grant, more talent than, um, Oh, I just forgot his name. It just went out of my head as I was about to say it. The other wide receiver that they've been trying to make it, Chester Rogers. Yeah, so I think Kane can easily do this if he gets acclimated to the NFL quickly. What do you think, Matt Madiga? The Ryan Grant experience, something you're willing to do in a draft master? Or are you willing to do it in a 12-team redraft? You know what I'm I saying? I want to see what his is role he off is. A waiver wire? Is he a waiver wire guy? Probably a waiver wire guy. But I want to see what his role is in the preseason and stuff. I, I think he's a guy that's if, – if he had a better opportunity, you know – if he was throwing the ball more, right. I'd like to see what can happen. And right now, like you said, maybe it's this kid Kane. Maybe it's not. Grant's there. And unfortunately, what happened with the, uh, who was it, the Ravens that kind of gave him? Yeah, the, Ravens were going to give him that big money, and then they, then they stiffed him. The Indian gave him. You know, well, Native American. I don't. 
Please don't come after me. <laughs> I don't. I just it was. It's a phrase. I don't know, y'all. Please don't do that to your boy. Well, since you guys mentioned Jacksonville, can I just go a little different direction? Like Leonard no. Fournette. If you take Fournette, is Corey Grant a guy you're going to handcuff late in drafts? I'm going to your Yeldon. You're going to go to the Yeldon route. Yeah, would you go on the Grant route? Tell me why you would go to Grant route. Because I, I, I think I think lead runner. Kid, I, I think this kid does have the possibility if the opportunity. You know, if I'm, I don't really like. Leonard Fournette's going to miss three games. It's probably a possibility. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's likely going to happen. But if if he doesn't, then he's really going to be a great. He's going to earn that first. That whatever. I, I, first I, agree, with, I agree with that 100. Jake, you said Corey Grant because he's a lead runner. Yeah, T.J. Yeldon will never be the lead runner, mm-hmm. and that's it's just the fact. That, like similar to Austin Eckler. He's not a true handcuff. Like, I like Austin Eckler, and I think he has some PPR value. And, of course, if Melvin Gordon got hurt, he would have more. But he's not a lead run. He's not the lead guy. They'd probably turn to maybe somebody that's not even on the roster right now because Justin Jackson's just a pass catcher, too. So it's one of those situations where, yeah, TJ Yeldon's value would go up, but he's not somebody that's all of a sudden going to start touching the ball 18, 20 times a game. All right, so there you go right there. I know last year was kind of like a thing when he was out the weekend, the weeks before Fournette was out. Like, who do you play? Do you play uh, Fournette or do you play oh, Yeldon or uh, the guy that went to the Bills? Yeldon or Ivory. Ivory, yeah. So that was a thing. But then you didn't really like. I remember one week Yeldon had the big game. And it was Yeldon. And yeah, yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Ar Bavona, who's the dude from Myrtle Beach that's on the hole? That's on hold. Grant, Grant. Oh, what's up, Florio? Grant and Myrtle Beach. What's good with you, my man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How's it going? Chilling, trying to make it. What'd you do down there in Myrtle Beach for the fourth? Did you go to Myrtle Beach? Man, I no, I, I actually go to uh, or I went to Coastal Carolina, but I'm working down here now. Oh, okay, cool. So I was going to ask you if you live in Georgetown or do you actually live in Myrtle Beach? Oh no, I work in Georgetown. All right, cool. So that's what's up. I got some people in Georgetown. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. What's the, how can we help you? Yeah, just sticking with the wide receiver theme here. Uh, you know, uh, the Rams obviously have a plethora of options going on there. Uh, what do you think? Do you, you take Robert Woods or do you wait two rounds later and go with the Cooper Cup? I'm waiting two rounds later and going with Cooper Cup. I like what Woods did last year. I think he's overvalued this year. Listen, Woods is a player. The kid can ball 100%. Injuries are always going to be an issue. I just think Cooper Cup is a guy that can be a nice little PPR option. You saw what he did last year in the red zone. Don't get me wrong. Woods was a beast, but I think the addition of Brandon Cooks hurts Woods more. What do you think, Jake? No, see, well, I thought the addition to Brandon Cooks helped Woods because he avoided the strength of opponent. And that strength of schedule of opponent, the corners that he has to face, because it's the toughest schedule in the league, and it's not even close of who the number one wide receiver for the Rams is going to face this year. And I I know, look, before people get crazy about it, it's not all going to be shadow coverage. But even if you see somebody for only 50% of the game, it's a tougher matchup than somebody seeing a bum corner for the entire game. It's just the fact that's who you're facing. So I liked Woods more after the Cooks signing. And I'm a huge Cooper Cup fan. All that being said, at the same time, I'm not exceptionally excited about anybody with the Rams because it's three wide receivers on this offense that are going to be interchangeable basically week in and week out. I mean, how many times are we going to see two of them with top 30 performances? And so it's going to be this week it's Brandon Cooks, this week it's Woods, next week it's Cup. I like the Cup at the price, Matt. What do you think? If I had to take one, I'd go with Cup because he seems to be uh, he seems Jesus. to be his favorite. His like you know his little safety net, the guy he's always going to look for. Yeah. That said, I think Goff might take a little step back. Explain. I, I just think it was a, a perfect season for the Rams. They came out of like nowhere. They were the, they were the unexpected team. I, I think there'll be more game planned uh, against them. Like Jake just stated, the schedule. Yeah, that they're they're gonna have is daunting. So uh, I mean, Gurley, I'm assuming he's gonna have another beast of a season. He's gonna catch a ton of balls. I mean, he might have a chance to. You know, we we saw what he did last season in the passing game, and he was the only running back to get 100 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving in a game. He almost did it twice. Yeah, he fell like six yards. In I think one of the weeks he did it was against the Cowboys. He fell six yards short. Oh, he fell six yards short against, against the Cowboys. The Cowboys. That was it was uh, week 16. Painful loss. Super Bowl week where he, he did that amazing week. Oh, so wonderful. Oh, well, I had him. I had him and I went against him. That was the crazy thing about last year. Like the teams I had Gurley on, I was like, yes. But the teams when I was going against Gurley, I was like, no. Because you couldn't <laughs> overcome those 49, 47, and the 46 he, he took, put up. Took me to a flex title. <laughs> yeah. 
But then it might have lost you in another league. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, it did. It yeah. did. It actually lost me in my home league. See what I mean? It was it was so tough dealing with Gurley last year because if, if the league, the flex I was in, Jake, if I'm not mistaken, Steve Gallo was the champion of that league. Steve yes. Gallo had uh, Gurley. So I'm one of my teams that got Gurley going off, and I'm like, I'm loving it. And then I'm looking at Steve Gallo like, this guy beat me by 200 points. If you, know? you ha- if you have that situation, Corey, would you rather win the expert league or would you rather win your home league? I, oh, boy. And, and you're talking about is the you're talking about where money is not an issue type thing. You know what I'm saying? Because your yeah. home league, the, the payout. Mm. Ooh, that's payout my home league is pretty sweet, though. But then you'll take your home league. <laughs> oh, I'm always going to go with the money. You know what? I would take – oh, that's a tough call, especially for me, because my home league, I have never won a championship in my home league. But I, I would have went back-to-back with, on the flex. Yeah. So for, for last season, I would have said, wow, that's still tough. I would have wanted the back-to-back. I'd say, give me no money involved, yeah, I would have said, give me the back-to-back with the flex. And then but – it, but that home league title is I'm, – I'm, my home league, as soon as I win the championship, I'm leaving it. <laughs> That's gonna be my last year. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be Thank like, <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping out of it when I win the championship. We had some schmuck do that to my home league. <laughs> one of my friends, coworkers, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you guys, your competitive league. You've been around for ten years, blah blah." He comes in. He actually won and dipped the next year. And the worst part about it is we had a rule and we got rid of it because of him. And you know, people can argue for whatever they want about it, but you used to be able to trade your auction dollars because it's a keeper league. Okay. And he he traded twenty dollars of his auction money for the next year for a player wow. and I mean, there was more there was more players involved it was just his talent was definitely better that he was getting back and then he doesn't show up so the $20 went to nowhere wow I do kind of like that he said peace out I want him yeah he dropped the mic on him <laughs> Mamba out bam dropped the mic so Keep I'm looking here I find That's this got, int- I find this yeah, interesting there's only been two uh NFFC online Championship drafts. All right. That's, you know, what happens in the you know two-hour span. It's not a slow draft. There's a $100,000 overall. And if I'm reading this right, Cooper Cup uh, has an ADP of 62 uh-huh. or 61. And Robert Woods has an ADP of 106. In those. Robert Woods has gone 104 and 106. Woods. I wonder why that is. I, I was like, where the hell is Woods? I had to like, go back and like break it down just to wide receiver to find him. Yeah, I'm just take, I'll take the cheaper person. I'll take Woods. Yeah, I'll agree case. on that. Yeah, if that's the case, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I mean, if Robert Woods is going to be like, uh, he went 104 and he went 106. At that price, I don't see how. Three round plus discount. Give yeah. me that. Always give me that right there. When it comes to the Rams offense and those wide receivers, give me give me the uh, the, the, the cheapest one is the one that I, that I would buy. Jake, do you have, you got, do you have, a, your, your home league is an auction. Do you have an opening in that joint this year? Uh, if you want to drive down, you know, actually do. <laughs> How, what, what weekend is it, though? It'll be the 20-whatever is when we do it. So the 25th. Because I, I, I would like to go check on my man, uh, my man, Rel. He had a tragedy in his family, and I would like to, um, to uh, check on him. You know what I'm saying? So then I can sleep me... on my couch if you need it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I can kill two birds with one stone. Um, and then I can, you know, win. Cause I we need... do have an opening. You should know why we have an opening. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You got to open it because Braddock, because you put Braddock out. <laughs> I didn't kick him out. He dipped he in the middle of the season because he got kicked off. Yeah. I, I I just want to go back to this second. I'm just looking at this in these in these two drafts. Robert Woods is going behind Alan Hearns, DJ Moore, Kelvin Benjamin, Rashid Matthews, Des Bryant. Did something happen to Robert Woods that we don't know about? Yeah, I don't know. Are, are those two drafts? See, you see, no, it's only everybody sees Brandon Cooks. That's the that's what it is. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's the case right there too. I don't know. Just I find that interesting. I may have to dip into one of these online. I know to see what it's like if they're giving hey, it up. Of course, like since that. we got what a minute up? and a half, and I know nobody will want to spend more more time on it than that. I just wanted to ask you because the only time I'll get to you see the Carmelo leaving Oklahoma City. Well, they get mad. I was going to say that they'll get mad if we spend more time in it on that. But here's the deal. I think this buyout sends him right to the Los Angeles Lakers to join his buddy LeBron James. But it would you be think so? I think so. unless he goes to the Golden State Warriors, then everybody's head gonna explode. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I this. That, I, I hope he LeBron goes to Golden wants State. To play with him at this point. <laughs> what happened? I don't know that LeBron wants to play with him at this point. He has to come off the bench. He's a bench player now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, if Carmelo's willing to come off the bench, I think LeBron would gladly have him. 
I want him to go to I don't Golden know State. that he's going there. <laughs> Matt, you want him to go to Golden State because everybody can be like, they're in, they ruined the NBA. They, the NBA is Meanwhile, like eight teams have won. Like, Here's the thing with the, the Golden Champions. State Warriors. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing with the Golden State Warriors, right? They built a product that is attractive to players. You have the Bay Area. You got Steph Curry, Draymond Green. You got Steve Kerr, a great front office. They made their organization attractive to players. So that's all it is. People want to win. People want to win. You feel what I'm saying? If ESPN call you tomorrow, Matt, what you going to do? Holler. There you go. <laughs> A44, A4, they, you, when, you make a, when you make an organization attractive to free agents and they come, the rest of the people shouldn't get mad. They're not ruining the NBA. Relax with that. We'll get back to football because I don't want y'all talking trash <laughs> to me in the, in the YouTube chat. Future Friday, FNTSY ready when we come back on the other side. Wrap it up with some late round flyers. Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. So it's Future Friday. If I'm not mistaken, I think I saw this on social media earlier, but Future released the album today. Just so happens it's the anniversary of Sierra and Russell Wilson. It's six, Sierra and Russell Wilson's second anniversary. If he's doing petty stuff like that, dog, that thing is that thing has been passed. That's old news now. Her and Russell Wilson are a thing now. Is he like a suit sayer? Can he see into hey, things? Maybe so. You, you know what else it is, Corey? What's anniversary up? today? Well, what else? What else anniversary is this today? The Masters can kiss my ass. Random random selection to buy their tickets, my ass. 15 years in a row I've been told I didn't make the, the random selection to buy tickets. Wow. I just got my email. Uh, so I don't think it's random, Jake, at this point. No. It sounds like they're trying to keep you out, the good old boy network. <laughs> they don't like Polish people. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is, Matt? <laughs> that would be cool, though, Jake. If you ever get a if you got if, if you was if you, you would buy the tickets, how many would you yeah. get? Who would you take with you? Uh, I have a lifelong buddy that we actually played high school golf together and been playing golf basically our entire lives together, so we'd go. So, right. See, like, my favorite uh, is the U.S. Open. Okay. But I get why you'd want to go to the Masters, just yeah. for the tradition and yeah. stuff. But for me, out of the four, it's it's always the U.S. Open. I'll go whichever one I have me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's absurd that you have to you have to be in the lottery to buy t- like to have the right to buy their tickets, and then right, seriously, fifteen straight years. Like even if it was the Packers, it should be kind of like, hey, you finally made it through the waiting list. Yeah, that's not. It doesn't seem like that's fair, right there. Fifteen to be to 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 lose it for fifteen years in a row. That's kind of crazy. I mean, it's like, and you're like, you're, it's not like you, it's not like they're giving you the tickets for free. You're trying to buy the tickets. I should have went back in my Wall Street. Thing. You had a chance to go to the Masters? Uh, back then, I really wasn't that into golf yeah. and stuff. One of my friends went and stuff. He brought me back a Masters uh, polo shirt. All right, cool. What's on, and you have a sports bucket list, sports event bucket list, Matt? Uh, I mean, event. I've been to, I haven't been to a Super Bowl, but I've been to like the college national championship. Yeah. To a World Series game. I mean, if there's like, I had the opportunity to go like a game seven for the Rangers. Yeah, okay, that did happen. I, yeah. I wasn't able to go. Like they won though, something like that, I guess. Or maybe like see all the stadiums like one summer. See, that, that's the a- problem is you, your bucket list is kind of it's almost hindsightish because it'd be terrific to be at Game Seven of the World Series or Game Seven of the NBA Finals or Game Seven of the Stanley Cup. But it's like you know trying to predict when the Game Seven is going to happen, and then also a team that you would actually care about. Same thing for the Super Bowl. It'd be cool to be at a Super Bowl, but do you really want to go to the Super Bowl for two teams that you don't care about? What I am going this year to is uh, Ohio State will be in Happy Valley playing Penn State. Oh, you're going to that joint? And, that's, uh, my that's, that's my bucket list, Matt, is to go to a top 25 school in college football. I've been, I went there like right around probably almost 20 years ago with yeah. Penn State. It was, I sat up top. It was pretty good. It was like senior day, Penn State, Michigan. But uh, my friend's daughter is going to Penn State. That's the gift she's given to her uh, father. Oh, that's cool. See, I would right. always, yeah, and, and I agree with Jake. It would be like Georgia, Florida, 
you know, down in the swamp. I think that would be amazing. The Reverend would shoot out Texas and Oklahoma. I used Big to go to D. college football games all the time. You know what I'm saying? One of those UCLA, USC would be amazing. Touchdown, Jesus. Many of those. It's like the, the pageantry around those games are phenomenal. One of my favorites, I believe it was McNown. Arcade McNown was the quarterback for the UCLA Bruins. Ricky Williams was at Texas. I mean, UCLA blew him out at home. I was there. Yeah. It was like probably the hottest football game I've won to my life. I'll like go to go ahead, Michigan, Jake. Notre Dame when Michigan get, they're bringing that back for two years. I think it starts in 2021 or something like that. That I'd like to go to that. That'd be cool, right there. Too. I don't. I, I, I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but I would like to go there. I despise. I despise Notre Dame. I despised them back in the day with yeah. like Colts and all that. But I enjoyed. They made college football great. Like I was so big into college football. Oh no, wait. Start. They're back this year. Never mind. <laughs> I was completely I'm wrong. Say, I'm saying, Jake. I think that game is this year. I'm about to say I think that game is this year. There's somebody else that they put back on a schedule for like a two-year slate. Is it Miami? Those teams around. It might. No, Miami now is because their their half their games are ACC games anyway. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they they back on on the schedule. I think what else? Um, Red Red Sox and the Yankees at Fenway. I would I've like been to that. Fenway twice for Red Sox Yankee games. Yeah. So you've, you've already checked things off my bucket list. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good time uh, when you. Uh, so now nah, that, that's that's a good look right there. Um, any, any I'm looking right now. I'll say one was a great experience back when I was really into basketball. The Knicks, I believe it was Knicks Pacers game six at the Garden. The Knicks closed them out. That was and amazing. The wasn't Garden it? went. Nuts. It was pretty cool. Like walking out of the Garden, that was a hard. It's game. nothing like uh, a playoff, a, a high intensity playoff game, in Madison Square Garden with the New York Knicks. It is nothing in sports like it. And even like rock concerts and stuff. If you went to like they, uh, see a concert, you go to the Garden. What's up, Jake? They slapped Ohio State on the schedule for two years in a row, 2022 and 2023. There you go, right there. And a home away or away home. Bucket list. Mm, I'd rather see a game than I know they have a good chance of winning and go see Michigan. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's true, too. I, I, you want to <laughs> go on the bucket list and see them lose. I think, um, you know, I remember back in the, the, the Nick Glory days, I remember one time, it's like when NBC and Candy Games, when, they, when NBC came out of the, uh, the open and they cut to the garden, they was chanting defense. The joint was rocking, and the game hadn't even started yet. And I was like, wow, this is uh, an amazing atmosphere. But now the team in Madison Square. I still feel Square, bad for Patrick Ewing. I do too. Now, but now the team in Madison Square Garden sucks. So that, that, that's, that's, um, that's unfortunate. Um, 844-843-6879. Mike Williams, I'm getting in. I'm getting involved, Jake. I'm getting involved with Mike Williams from my Los Angeles Clippers, a.k.a. the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, everybody's, you know, coming out, everybody call him a Des Bryant prototype. Listen, Keenan Allen is the man. Keenan Allen is the beast. We get that. But you can get uh, Williams for a song. Everybody's in on this Charger team except me. But I think Mike Williams is going to come in here this year, and I think he's a late-round flyer. I'm trying to have a good amount of exposure to Mike Williams. Hey, here's a good, here's a good story, Corey, is the fact that I haven't pulled away with the bandwagon. There's still plenty of room in the back because not everybody's on board yet. The, it's going to fill up, and it should eventually, but you know this. I was doing this before Hunter Henry, and not that, like, I'm – this isn't like, oh, look at me, I call this. The, just the point is, is the last year's trash, which is what you always say, which mm-hmm. is an article that I did this year, last year's trash, is people got so annoyed that he wasn't on the field last year, and they forgot that – this kid was the second wide receiver off the board. They forget people were arguing that he was the better wide receiver than Corey Davis in last year's draft class. People forget that he's a terrific red zone threat, if nothing else. And the opportunity here is, I said was he's going to be the number two wide receiver for this team this year before Hunter Henry. And it's frustrating because we talked about it when that news happened. It's like, great, now he gets pushed up and people wake up because Hunter Henry gets hurt. And they're like, oh, where are the touchdowns going to go? Oh, yeah, Mike Williams, we forgot about him because we were pissed off. Well, I look at the Chargers as being the West Coast Jets. Like that team last year, they would they finish like would they start off like one and five or one and four, and they probably should have won like four of the first five games. Their record should have been like completely different. So I get that they should be a much better team this year. They yeah. have a good shot at it, but they still got to knock off Kansas City. And obviously, Mahomes is the wild card. Can he get it done? So yeah, the AFC West is going to be very intriguing. What about uh, Mike Williams? Mike Williams, I don't see why you don't like him. I don't think his price is outrageous right now. So yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting involved on. Come on, too, Matt. Come on. Yeah, no, I'll, Let's go. I'll jump on. <laughs> I, want more, yeah, I want more excitement than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pass me a I'm, I'm looking here. It's like Mike Williams, Kenny Galladay, Kenny Stills. He's going in that area. I'm looking at those two. I would all, take Stills out of that, out of that group. 
Uh, I would take Williams over all of them. Ooh, Jake, you really, you really, you driving, you driving the bandwagon, Jake. You he's driving the joint. Serious. You got the flag he's, on top, and you like, let's go. He's got a bowl of Kool Aid. He got, yo, he got <laughs> license plates say "Go Crimson Tigers" on the back of the license plate. <laughs> go LAC, so they just don't know which team it is. <laughs> wow, I love it. All right, yeah, well, you putting them over. I think the Dolphins are going to suck this year. Do you want? Do you want my bold predict? You want a sneak peek inside the package, Corey? A four, um, but not a four. I'm, I'm about to say promo code all in. What's the, give me give me a sneak peek of, uh, in, I, I, inside the package? I was gonna say yeah, that's not good phrasing, but no, uh, I know. That being said, the bowl predictions article for the Los Angeles Chargers, the bowl prediction: Mike Williams lead team in receiving touchdowns. Ooh, that's a bold prediction, right? But I like there. that one. That I one, like that. It makes sense. Like when he was talking about Hunter Henry not being yeah. there. If he's healthy, I mean, Keenan Allen. I don't. I mean, he did get touchdowns last year. I see him as a guy that's gonna catch a ton of balls. I think he was only second to Antonio Brown with seven 100-yard receiving games. He got hot in the middle of the season. Yeah, uh, he went. He went. Yeah. People were disappointed at one point. Yeah, in the, in the first half of the season. Yeah, then he got the hot. He was on my championship and team. He just. I mean, he 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 went on fire. Him and Todd Gurley was on that team. I had the one chip. Who was the quarterback on that team? I can't remember right. I now. mean, speaking of the package, did you hear uh, Scott the other day saying how his package is bigger and better than everybody else's? Yeah. He said that right in front of those oh, people. Right in front of everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're all at work. And then Scott's like, yeah, but ours is better. He said that right in front. I was like, oh, my God, this man don't have no coof. He I said that. He kept it in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am too. Great. I thought it was great, Corey. You do, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it. But I'm like, Scott, show some coof. They sitting right here. Uh, look, but it's, hey, it's our network. You're True. coming on our mock draft. Oh, yeah, look, he's, like, he's like the crazy uncle at Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true, too. You know what I'm saying? Great. I he's liked like, it. He's like, listen, ours is the best, period. The yeah. biggest is the best is the deepest. I just wish and he would, like, drop the mic there, and yeah, And they were sitting, but then his legs was all pale. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they were sitting yeah, here I'm like. I'm not going to joke about that because I got chicken. <laughs> <laughs> they were, and Brandon and Bill were sitting right here like. Yeah, no, but I, and, and Overall, look, they, as, as you said, they, they were guests here and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, you know, I just was like, all right, you ain't got to go all hard like that on them. But that's the way the King wrote it. I love Scott, so shout out him. And if you want to continue to see Scott, make sure you buy the package. If not, now nah, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last play. We talk about Kenneth Dixon so much. Who else did I have on the sleeper list? We did Ryan Grant. We did. Kenneth Dixon might not make the team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I'm, I heard, I must hear. I had read that too this week, so I'm like, wow, this this Kenneth Dixon love. Maybe we need to slow down on this one. It was somebody. Oh, what about dudes like uh, Elijah McGuire and Matt Breida? What do you think, Jake? I'm I'm more on Breida than I am on Elijah McGuire. Not because of a talent situation, just because I think the clear option behind McKinnon is Breida, and that Breida was probably going to get consistent touches week for week, as we've discussed. The fact that McKinnon's not going to be 20-plus per game. He's not equipped to be 20-plus per game. I'm not taking away what McKinnon can do as an RB2, but we've had that discussion another day. But that's why I like Breed is because I like Elijah McGuire very similar. That's Emery's boy. That's another I one of them. To say I was waiting. Yeah, very similar to Tariq Cohen, but the problem is he still has Bilal Powell and Isaiah Crowell. So you have three people that are, you know, a fight for Elijah McGuire getting consistent touches versus just one. Well, what about Elijah? Uh, not not Elijah McGuire. What about the Chris Show this year? I mean, nobody's talking about him. Brandon, listen, let me tell you something. Well, during the draft, Brandon, <coughs> I like what Brandon was saying about him. Like Brandon was like, he's an every down back. I agree. Something Bilal Powell is not, and they was like, he can handle a full load. And Brandon was like, he is the Brandon Morris was like uh, that that uh, Isaiah Crowell right now going in round seven is the steal of the draft of drafts. I'm kind of I'm kind of with that. I, I I think people just you know totally are dismissing him and uh, Powell to me is a change of pace kind of guy, and I don't think it's McGuire's time. What do you, know, think? Might... What do you think, Jake? Did you agree with that? What Brandon said? Which which part? I steal I... of the steal of the drafts steal of drafts right now. I don't know if I was calling him a steal of the drafts. Okay. Look at Isaiah. I've, go back in time. That's your man. I yep. thought it, Isaiah Crowell was one of the best talents in that draft and was undrafted because of a lot. You go, go back and look. There's a lot of off-field stuff, switching colleges beforehand. And he was originally going to Georgia and all that type of stuff. So the fact he was going to be at an SEC school and the fact that he had the off-field issues. But the fact is, is you know we've seen it. At times, we haven't seen it consistently. And Bilal Powell's uh, it's this far, not far superior, but he is the better pass catcher. Elijah McGuire is better than both of them in pass catching. I don't just know that we're going to see consistent touches, especially if we expect the Jets to be as bad as they are. They're going to be behind 
More passing, less Isaiah Crowell. Dude, that's the thing with these unders. Like, I want to bet the under in the bill, for the Bills, six and a half. I yeah. think that one's pretty secure. I but think so, too. You got the Jets there. You got the Dolphins there. So if we think all these teams are really that bad, they're going to be playing each other twice each. I ain't got to look deeper. And in then the you football. get like a home game you weren't supposed to win that you win. First of all, I, let me take this time right quick before they get in my end tell me to do so. Let me, let me hop off the uh, YouTube stream, Goon Squad. Be back bright and early. Well, not bright and early. Be back uh, Monday afternoon with the fancy <laughs> football frenzy. So y'all go out there. I don't know if last weekend was the 4th of July weekend or if this weekend's the 4th of July weekend. But whatever the case, everybody enjoy um, your 4th of July weekend. Shout out. Goon Squad. Be back bright and be back Monday afternoon. Bookend. What's it called, Jake? No, I'm saying we call it the 4th of July bookend. 4th of July bookend. All right, cool. Maybe not the weekend, the bookend. Take the whole week off. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's also a good way to have it. If you, can, if you can do that, take the whole week off and just don't even trip off the 4th of July weekend. I have July a buddy weekend. who took off yesterday and today to make it like a five-day weekend. That's not a bad idea. I was, I was talking to my neighbor um, today. She's like, she was, hung, she was hung over yesterday morning, so she didn't go to work. Oh, she, the, yeah. When you said today, I was like, still? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she didn't go in yesterday, so she was like, she had herself like a nice little five-day weekend. So I guess you could mix it up oh, like that. she still got a job. <laughs> well, she worked. She uh, she worked for. Um, where she said she worked for? One of the, she worked down there where you used to work at, man. She worked one of those big banks down there. I think it was like she worked for like a big Chase corporate something like that. You know, what I mean, she make good money, I guess. But to, to live where we live at, you have to do okay because it's very expensive. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Vacation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The prices have gone up significantly. But you get out three degrees now. That is true, too. That is true. You do get outdoor eateries, man. Like and I do like the fact that you can sit outside and eat. Man, it'd be packed outside. Everybody got the, the tables outside. Everybody's eating, having a good time. There's a certain temperature for me, though. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That's the same, same thing. I don't want to be with the with the sun beaming off the buildings and you're trying to eat and stuff like that. That's no fun. Yeah, that, mm-mm, I, I, give me an inside. I'm more of an outside eat at night guy. When the temperature goes down, so I'm more sunset going down, but like late afternoon. Give me a dinner to get dinner reservations on the outdoor. What, what, when it comes to eating outside, Jake, where do you stand? I have no problem with it. Like I said, the sun's got to be down. Yeah. But like, especially around here. I mean, we, we grilled out on the 4th of July and it was only supposed to be 80 and somewhat cloudy and it ended up being like 86 and no cloud in the sky. And it felt like it was 115. Like wow. it was just. Uh, it just—it was. I was dripping sweat just standing in the sun. So, yeah. I yeah, I need the sun to be down if I'm going to be eating outside. Jake also, Jake does. Jake also did not tan while he was at the beach. No, because I yeah, used you were right SPF about that. 50 because I burst into flames <laughs> after 30 minutes. Wow. So that was that's that's a true story. Like you see, you see, you see my chair right here. Yeah. I, I, I'm on a, oh no wait I'm on the seat never mind you can't see the seat the seat's red the seat's dead red I was gonna say oh, I, you, I burst in like yeah like turn I'll turn red. into that if I'm out there for like an hour yeah all right I don't know Matt, I got you, those olive oil looks in the guinea chair oh yeah Matt Matt Matt's like yeah <laughs> Matt's like I tan excellently <laughs> <laughs> Matt has I have a glow anyway <laughs> you don't do that Michelle Serpico and go sit in the morning them tanning salons you gotta be careful with that though so all right no. good, good looking, I would never go to a tan salon. I had if, I had a feeling that was. If I shave my head, maybe I'll do like some like spray tan. Yeah. I would do this. I told you, Corey. If I ever knew I was going on like a seven day vacation, I would do this spray in advance. Yeah. Just just so because I know I'm going to be outside and not looking like a pasty white fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what I hear, people say it looks good for the photo. So I, I don't whatever. Um, and be cool how you be cool. When we get back on Monday, we got our Scott's Fish Bowl kicks off. That's, That's right. gonna be fun. That'll be fun. So we be on tenth. Yep, I, I got. The, I think I got the third pick. So hopefully, I thought, it, I thought it wasn't. I thought they those orders weren't official until oh, everybody yeah. was in. Well, yeah, I mean that's news to us right there. But we'll be <laughs> on the, all three of us will be on the clock. Maybe some of you will be on the clock too if you're in Scott Fishbowl. We get that kicked off and rocking and rolling Monday afternoon right here. The fancy football friends. You have a good weekend for the all in kit for Wall Street. Matt Medica, everybody on the fourth floor. We out.